Okay, well, good afternoon, everyone. Thanks for coming back to uh, the Fisher Phillips conversations about COVID-19. I'm very um, happy to have two uh, two partners. Well, one recently uh, voted in partner, so congratulations to Philip Baldnight from our New Jersey office. And we also have Kevin Troutman from our Houston office. And today we're gonna to talk about the vaccine for COVID-19. It's probably the hottest topic we have right now. Um, it is available um, to some groups at this point, uh, but will become more and more available to, um, to all employers uh, as 2021 gets here and throughout the spring. So I wanted to have these two experts um, come on and tell you guys a little bit about what they're seeing with respect to vaccines. So we'll start with Kevin Troutman down in our Houston office. Uh, Kevin, one of the biggest questions that we're seeing, obviously, from employers is that uh, when the vaccine is available to my workforce, um, can I mandate it for my workers and um, and should I mandate it for my workers? And I wanted to see what your thoughts were about that. Sure. And that's certainly the, the question of the day or maybe the of the year now uh, as we turn the page on 2020. But um, yes, the, the guidance from the EEOC and everything that we're seeing says that employers can require the vaccine subject to a number of different uh, caveats, similar to the flu shot uh, scenario. And we've talked a lot about this, uh, making provisions for either uh, accommodations based on a medical or religious objection. And there's a whole process, a pretty detailed process that's involved in considering accommodations when someone requests uh, a situation like that. But uh, employers can require the vaccine. The fact that employers can require the vaccine doesn't necessarily mean that they should. And my thinking has really evolved on this over the last several months as we've talked to more and more clients in different industries. And uh, this comes down to, uh, I think, not only an industry-specific question, but also a job-specific question. And, and you've really got to be able to show why the requirement to uh, be vaccinated would be something that would be necessary in a particular industry and in a particular job. And even then, I think as an employer, the more I see and the more I talk to companies out there is uh, thinking about logistically, how is that going to work? What are our employees going to think about it? What are their responses going to be? Um, we know even flu shots historically have been kind of controversial. And we think the pe people's feelings on the COVID vaccine are already kind of uh, becoming more strong and, and more built in, in in certain perspectives. Some people are absolutely open to it. Others say, you know, I don't, I don't want to do it. And so you've got to think through, how is your workforce going to respond if you came out and said, we're going to require this vaccine? And something that I think is, is a, a somewhat subtle but a very interesting point is that, you know, what, what is the vaccine going to actually do in your workplace? Because we know the vaccine from all the testing has shown great results in terms of protecting the person who's vaccinated from actually contracting the symptoms or contracting the virus. What's not so clear is the vaccine even going to keep that person from transmitting the virus to someone else. They may, they may still be able to transmit that vaccine, I'm sorry, the, the virus to someone else after they receive the vaccine. That's kind of an open question. And I think that's something that employers need to think about. It, it's not as though this is just a blanket guarantee that that's going to keep your workplace uh, free of COVID if you get all of these, this big number of employees, whatever that number may be, 70% or 80% or more vaccinated. So there's a lot of things you need to think through in terms of 
how it's going to affect your workplace. And if you're challenged, if you're challenged as to why are you requiring it, not only from a legal point of view, but from an employee relations point of view, what's going to be your rationale for explaining, well, this is the reason we believe that the vaccine should be required, not just encouraged in this job and for this specific situation. And obviously that's going to change a lot depending on whether maybe you've got an employee who's taking care of vulnerable patients or interacting with a vulnerable population of co-employees or whoever it may be, as compared to someone who is working in a relatively isolated and remote environment. So all of those things need to go into your analysis before you make the decision. But whatever decision you make, then you need to think about developing a policy that explains what you're going to expect, uh, how you might go about encouraging the vaccine, and how you're going to communicate that to your employees. So there's a lot of background to think about, especially what does this mean and how is my workforce, how are my employees going to respond if I say you will take this vaccine versus we're going to help facilitate and make it available, but we're not going to require it. Phil, you want to add anything to that? No, I think everything you said is spot on. Um, the only thing I would add is that as an employer, uh, you're definitely going to want to have a good sense of how your uh, workforce could, could respond and also kind of just staying apprised of, of the general public's uh, feelings on the vaccine, even over the last couple uh, weeks uh, while we've been getting more news of vaccines and their effectiveness, um, polls taking data of the general public's willingness uh, to take the vaccine have kind of ebbed and flowed, uh, you know, rising and, and, and kind of decreasing um, as the weeks go by. And also understanding uh, the makeup of your workforce, because uh, even when there's a, a potentially a general public acceptance of the uh, taking a vaccine, uh, that may not be uh, divided evenly among all groups of, of that make up your workforce. So you're going to want to just Stay, stay aware of those issues and whatever you decide to do as an employer, whether it's requiring it or strongly recommending it, uh, you really want to uh, have effective communications with your employees, your customers, uh, your clients regarding uh, your decision and why you chose to make that decision and what you're doing to make uh, that process as, as smooth as possible, whatever it is that you decide to ultimately do. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would certainly underscore that. If, if you're going to require it, if you're going to require it, you need to be able to explain it and get your employees to understand it and support it because that's going to be critical to a successful rollout. I'm sorry, Travis. No, I completely agree. I just had a question for you guys. I mean, one of the things I see with clients and I tell them is that if you mandate it, and there's a lot of clients that want to do that and they sort of roll it back pretty quickly, but if you mandate it, do you, you guys think that employers will actually have employees that will quit and say, you know, if, if I have to get the vaccine, I'll just go somewhere else? I think some employees may quit, but I think almost equally uh, significantly, you're going to have employees who are just not happy about it. They're going to be vocal and you're going to have a workplace that's potentially very distracted by the issue. And that can lead to a lot of other problems, uh, depending on the part of the country you're in and depending on the composition of your workforce. Uh, a distracted, unhappy uh, workforce that, that feels like they're being required to do something that they don't understand or believe in can create a lot of problems. And I know, Phil, you've talked about that too. Absolutely. You know, um, an unhappy workforce uh, over time, you know, it can impact, you know, your focus, your, pro your productivity, morale, uh, which can, you know, then it affect uh, community relations, client relations, the uh, strength of your brand if your employees are just unhappy uh, over, over, you know, issues such as this where they feel it's being forced on them. So all of those issues are, are certainly should be considered by an, an employer because, 
Um, you know, they may not quit, uh, but they can certainly have an impact on on the bottom line just because of issues such as, you know, just you know, dissatisfaction and, and bad morale just because of the way that uh, a potential vaccine could be uh, rolled out. All right, well, guys, I really appreciate it. It's a very good conversation, very helpful um, uh, tidbits there for our clients, and we, we certainly appreciate that. And uh, if anybody needs to, to needs information, please feel free to contact Kevin or Philip, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Thank you very much. This podcast provides an overview of a specific developing situation. It is not intended to be and should not be construed as legal advice for any particular fact situation.